You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, episode 179. This episode is sponsored by our new friends at Health IQ. If you never heard of them, where have you been? Just kidding. Now, Health IQ is a new kind of life insurance company. Their advantage is their unique mortality model on the health conscious, and they have lower rates for health conscious people, like a good driver saving on auto insurance and unique underwriting, replacing BMI with waist to hip ratio, cholesterol calculation, etc. Health IQ can save customers up to 33% because physically active people have a 56% lower risk of heart disease, 20% lower risk of cancer, and a 58% lower risk of diabetes compared to people who are inactive. 56% of Health IQ customers save between 4 and 33% on their life insurance. How do they do it, you must be wondering? Well, they use science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health-conscious people including runners, cyclists, strength trainers, vegans, yogis, crossfitters, and more. To see if you qualify, get your free quote today at healthiq.com forward slash healthy or mention the promo code healthy when you talk to a Health IQ agent. First time listener? Hey, welcome. My team and I hope you enjoy this episode. Long time listener? We thank you for your continued support. No matter who you are, do us a favor and hit the share button so all your friends can hear this amazing content too. All right, are you ready to be amazed? Health tips, one is the bite. No hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue, the show that inspires, motivates, and educates you towards your healthiest life. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. I'm your host, Eric Sue, and today we have a medical physician turned medical marijuana expert. Her name is Rajna Patel. We will be talking about medical marijuana. Is it for you? The common myths busted. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Rajna. Rajna, are you ready to make it happen? Yes, I'm ready to rock and roll. Awesome. Dr. Rachna Patel has been practicing in the area of medical marijuana for half a decade now since 2012. She step-by-step walks patients through how to use medical marijuana for their specific medical condition without getting high off of it, without getting addicted to it, and without smoking it. She speaks from the experience of having treated thousands of patients and having thoroughly reviewed the medical research on marijuana. She completely, or she completed her medical studies at Toro University College of Osteopathic Medicine in California and her undergraduate studies at Northwestern University in Evanston, Illinois. Rashna, that was just a little bit about who you are. Can you share with our audience a little bit more on how you got started? Um, sure. So my background is actually in emergency medicine. Um, but I ventured into medical marijuana because I was surfing around on the internet one day or one night, one very sleepless night. Um, and I was surfing around on Craigslist and that's when I happened on an ad that said medical marijuana doctor needed. And that caught my attention. Um, and that's when sort of the, the journey started. I started, so here's the thing when I being training in, in emergency medicine, what I encountered 
was a, uh, patients coming in with side effects from prescription medications, with um, addictions to prescription medications. And then I was also in the unfortunate position of having to resuscitate patients that overdosed on prescription medications, right? Now I went into, into medicine in general to, to help save lives and that wasn't happening uh, with, what I was, with what I was doing. And so what happened was that I started to, to dig into the research on medical marijuana. And a year, about a year into it, what I found was that um, the research was very compelling, especially when it came to using medical marijuana as a treatment option for chronic pain. Um, and uh, uh, it, that's when I decided, okay, you know, if I truly want to sort of become, uh, do you know, um, become like a, an expert at this, not only do I need to have the knowledge, but I need to have the experience as well. So that's when I um, uh, signed up to work at a medical marijuana clinic out in California. Um, and this was back in 2012. And here we are, you know, over five years later. And I'd say that there's no turning back at this point. Excellent. We're going to dive into this whole topic of medical marijuana. <clears throat> However, before we do that, my audience really loves to hear this answer, which is what's one cool or unique fact about yourself? One cool and unique fact about myself. Um, oh, gosh. Um uh, I like to watch a lot of reality TV. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, any particular one you want to share? Oh gosh, I have binged on. You know, here's the thing. Um, you, you you can imagine being a former ER doctor. That was a. You know, you're really in touch with reality there. So my escape was a, a reality television. And so for a while, I was hooked on like the Real Housewives. I mean, oh. really just bad television. <laughs> Um, uh, recently I've taken to, um, um, tele, uh, Netflix original series yeah. on, um, on, uh, on Netflix. Got it. Um, so, you know, I've, I've sort of binged on Narcos and on House of Cards, so, mm. you know, you name it sort of thing. Excellent. Excellent. I think that might be the first, you might be after 170 plus episodes, the first person to say that that is something unique about yourself. Well, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Um, cool. So. Let's dive into this issue of medical marijuana. Um, what is it for people? Um, uh, yeah, it depends on the medical condition that they have, right? So it's not for everyone. Um, it's it's the most common conditions that I treat are chronic pain, anxiety, and insomnia. Um, serves a really great uh, purpose uh, function for for that patient population. Um, uh, but then, you know, there's certainly other conditions for, for which it, it does not work as well as, as pharmaceutical medications, for instance. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, for those who are not really uh, certain about the whole idea, uh, the term maybe, can you, can you break down what, what's the difference between medical marijuana versus like, I don't know, uh, the drug like, side stuff? Like recreational yeah. marijuana? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So main difference comes down to, there's really no difference when it comes to uh, uh, the medical part of it. The chemicals are still the same, um, but it really comes down to a legal distinction um, it is what it is, right? So, um, uh, so it all depends on how whichever state you reside in defines it, you know, whether they, they've legalized it for recreational use, whether they've legalized it for, for medical use or for both, right? Mm -hmm. So, so basically, from a legal standpoint, if it's legalized for medical use, then you do need to, to see a physician in your particular state 
and obtain what's called, what's called a medical marijuana recommendation, right? So then that then allows you to gain entry into the dispensaries um, to, to purchase medical marijuana. With recreational marijuana, you can just, as long as you're over the age of 21, you can just walk into a dispensary to purchase medical marijuana. Now, the important thing to know is that <clears throat> there is a big difference between marijuana off the streets mm. and marijuana that you find at dispensaries. Uh, main thing being that it's laboratory tested, mm -hmm. okay? So, uh, so that laboratory testing is, is testing for a couple different things. Number one, it's testing for the exact amounts of CBD and THC that are, that are in the products. Overall, it's testing for the, the cannabinoids, right? So cannabinoids are the chemicals that marijuana makes. Now, I mentioned CBD and THC. These are the chemicals that are made in the highest concentration by the plant. Um, the next thing that, that they test for is the presence um, or absence of fungus and bacteria. This is especially important in patients that are immunocompromised, right? So patients who are undergoing chemotherapy, for instance, patients with AIDS, um, patients who've had um, uh, organ transplants. Um, and then they also test for levels of pesticides and fungicides. And then some labs test for heavy metals as well. So, um, uh, so that's really essentially uh, the difference. Wow, there's so much that ha uh, that a, a a what is a substance has to go through just to be uh, uh, usable, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's really for the benefit of the patient at the end of the day. Um, or the end user or the end consumer, because um, you want to know what you're putting in your body and you want to make sure that it's safe mm -hmm, to put mm -hmm. in your body. Um, this is where you come in to make it safe, right? And, and so what specifically do you um, offer to people? Okay, so I, I, by law, cannot sell any products, right? Um, but what I'm doing is that I'm, I'm helping patients um, uh, I'm walking them through step by step on how to safely use the medical marijuana for their specific medical condition, right? So this is so that they're not experiencing side effects. Typically, you know, I have patients coming in telling me that, you know, but I used marijuana recreationally back in high school, back in back in college, and I remember getting um, getting really really high off of it. I felt paranoid. Um, I felt nauseous. I I started vomiting. Um, so, you know, to avoid side effects like that, mm. um, to also uh, use the right combination of cannabinoids because mm. every plant makes a, a different combination of these cannabinoids just naturally based on its genetics, based on the plant, the environment in, in which it was grown. Mm. And so um, it creates different combinations of chemicals and these different combinations have a different effect on different medical conditions, right? Mm -hmm. So certain combinations work better for certain conditions um, and then certain combinations can actually uh, make symptoms of a condition worse. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. And then we're walking through, okay, which method of administration is the right. best for the particular medical condition, right? So everybody thinks that you can, you just smoke marijuana. Uh, not the case. There's actually a wide variety of other options available to to folks um there's there's edibles right and it goes way beyond that sort of prototypical pop brownie right mm. nowadays um uh, uh, in an industry like in colorado or california you're going to find gluten-free options sugar-free options vegan options um and then i'm also uh, there's also even marijuana topicals 
right? So this is marijuana that, it's an ointment, essentially, that has <clears throat> marijuana extracted in it, and then you apply it to, to an affected area. You can use it for skin conditions. You can use it for, you know, for bone conditions like arthritis, for instance. Hmm. Um, so different methods um, uh, are, are, different conditions are benefited by different methods. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also go over, you know, how much of the medical marijuana to take when to take it, mm-hmm. um, and like I mentioned, how to you know uh, avoid side effects, what to do in case you do get side effects, mm-hmm. um, and then we're also walking through um, you know how to read labels, how to specifically select certain products for particular medical conditions. Right. So quite a bit of information that I'm going over. Uh, uh, can, um, just real curious here, do you know if people who get caught with this stuff can I don't know get get fined or something? Depends on the state that you're in. Okay. okay, so so there it can fall into one of three categories. You have states that have decriminalized uh, possession of marijuana, right? So if they if they find that um, you know, say you get pulled over, they, if they find that that you're in possession, then the officers really by law can't do anything. Um, what they're going to look out for though is that you're not driving while under the influence because you can get a DUI just like you can get with alcohol and even certain prescription medications. Mm, mm, mm. Um, now, there are other states where it's legal for, for medical use, but it's not legal for recreational use, right? Mm. So in that case, it, you know, if you're found to, to be using uh, marijuana, it has to be justified by documentation from a physician. Mm, 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 mm. Um, and then finally, you have states where possession of marijuana is still criminal, right? right. So there, there are criminal charges yeah. for, um, uh, uh, being found in in possession of of marijuana. Now a quick break in word from our sponsor. How would you like to be rewarded for your healthy lifestyle and save money on your life insurance? Well, it's possible with Health IQ. Health IQ is a new kind of life insurance company. They use science and data like their cycling quiz to secure lower rates versus the traditional BMI measurement. 56% 56% of Health IQ customers save between 4 and 33% on their life insurance. To see if you qualify for their exclusive rates, take their Health IQ quiz or their other lifestyle quizzes at www.healthiq.com forward slash healthy or mention the promo code healthy when you talk to a Health IQ agent. You can thank me later. Now back to the episode. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, um, I, I, I'm thinking that you are obviously prescribing and suggesting people look into medical marijuana. Now, what are some, you had said some of the conditions. Can you dive into some of those conditions so that maybe some audience members are listening can be like, hmm, this is me and this is, this is right. Yeah. So the most common conditions, like I said, I treat are chronic pain, anxiety, and, and insomnia. Now, within the category of chronic pain, that's a fairly broad category, right? So some of the more common conditions that I treat there are, are things like migraines, arthritis, fibromyalgia, back pain, especially back pain from like degenerative disc disease, any herniated discs, um, sciatica is another one. Um, neuropathy is another condition that I commonly treat. Um, and the neuropathy can be due to many different reasons, right? It could be neuropathy due to diabetes. It could be neuropathy um, that's sort of a result of undergoing chemotherapy. Um, and then um, it could be neuropathy from, from poor circulation. 
Um, so a wide variety of conditions uh, within the umbrella of chronic pain that I'm treating. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, the, the person that's listening right now is like, well, um, it makes sense and it sounds good. Um, can you can you just describe the side effect issues if they, it develops and what, what, what to do? Yeah, so there's a lot of different factors that go into side effects, right? So one is taking the wrong combination of chemicals. Two is um, uh, using it too much. And three is using it too often. So let's talk about using it, uh, using too much of it. Okay, um, every medication um, has a dosing range, right? So you have medications that have a sub-therapeutic dosing range where it, what you're taking is not enough and it's not doing anything for you. Then you have a toxic dosing range where what you're taking is too much and it's causing side effects. And then there's a therapeutic dosing range, okay? So this is sort of the sweet spot where what you're taking is giving you medical benefit, but it's not giving you any side effects. So, so that's really what sort of goes into um, uh, preventing side effects in the first place. Mm -hmm. uh, now, common side effects, like I mentioned, um, are you know, things like paranoia, anxiety, um, uh, increase in heart rate, um, dizziness. Those are some of the more, more common side effects, but completely avoidable mm -hmm. if, if taken within certain parameters. Right, 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 right. Um, so when, when people take this stuff um, and, and they're feeling good, do they have to continue or what, what's sort of the long range um, advice on, on medical marijuana? Yeah. So overall, it's really an as needed medication. Okay. So um, I certainly don't have patients take it on an everyday basis and really they don't need to. It has to do with the biochemistry of marijuana. Mar the chemicals in marijuana are fat soluble. Right. So you have stores of it in your body once you use it. It's almost like it's like vitamin D. Mm. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a fat soluble substance. So um, so, you know, you don't have to use it on an everyday basis. You can you can, you know, um, say you, you have anxiety. You know, there's a there's a triggering event of anxiety. Um, well, in that case, yeah, you can use it for that time period. But then I have, you know, patients come off of it because, you know, they're really anxious. So, so overall, it's an as-needed medication. Mm -hmm. And and so when when people are are feeling like they need it, it, is that an issue though, or is that not an issue? Like so, is that addiction then? Okay. Yeah. So it's gonna it's gonna depend. Okay. So let's talk about addiction um, and marijuana. There is certainly a potential for addiction, okay? But, but let's put it into context. Um, overall, in heavy users, the potential for addiction is 9%, okay? The potential for addiction to, to tobacco is about 24%. The potential for addiction to alcohol is for about 14%. And this is all in heavy users um, that the research has been done. Um, so, uh, and even compared to prescription medications, there is a, a lesser uh, of a potential for addiction than prescription medications. So, um, so that's one part of it. Now, the other part of it is, is that, uh, again, like I mentioned, this research was done in heavy users. My, my patients aren't heavy users. They're not using multiple times in a day. They're not using, you know, every day throughout the year. 
um, uh, they, they would be considered more moderate users, okay? So in my patients that are moderate users, um, they're able to, to come off of it without um, becoming, you know, dependent on it. Mm-hmm. Um, they, can, they can stop using it for months at a time without actually needing it. Now, the other interesting thing is, I, I always like to equate it to alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like drinking a glass of wine a night versus having a case of beer more likely to get addicted to that case of beer versus that that nightly glass of wine mm. okay um so that's that's really how i explain addiction um does that answer your question yeah you know what i i think yeah. that that's pretty clear um it's it is an addictive drug though right let's be clear right yeah yeah definitely has the potential for addiction yep. depending on how you use it yeah 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 yeah. and, and yeah. obviously you know when when someone's addicted or not or you could yeah kind of... so the level of addiction has been equated to that of caffeine mm. okay so there are people out there with caffeine addictions um that just you know are pounding uh, coffee or mm. you know anything that has caffeine in it throughout the day whether it's red bull or or monster or whatever mm. Um, uh, and then, you know, um, once, you know, say they stop taking cold turkey, they start to experience withdrawal symptoms like mm-hmm. headaches and whatnot, mm-hmm. but that those withdrawal symptoms are short lived. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same with marijuana. The withdrawal symptoms are short lived. Uh, they consist of, you know, maybe some irritability, some changes in, in appetite. Um, uh, but that's, that's pretty much it. And they, it usually dissipates within four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, even, even in, um, uh, research, it's shown that it's about the addiction is, is similar to that of caffeine. Right, right, right. What, what's, what is, uh, one of the things that people, I guess, non-users who are considering this option, what do they have to come overcome? Is it the addiction or is it the idea that it's marijuana? <laughs> it's well, like, yeah, there's a lot of stigma associated with marijuana, right? Um, and a lot of that dates back to, um, you know, we can go as far back as the 1930s. Um, what happened during that time was that, so this whole marijuana being classified as a class one substance, it was more driven by politics and economics rather than um, actual hard, you know, scientific medical data. Um, in the 1930s, the, sort of the political class, was that we were going through the, you know, we, we had the Great Depression. There was a big migration of Mexicans into the United States. That was a group that used marijuana recreationally. Um, and <clears throat> within, um, uh, uh, you know, politicians, you had um, this guy named Harry Anslinger, who not only was a racist, but there was also a lot of corporate influence back in that time as mm-hmm. well. Um, uh, William Hurst, who owned the the printing and publishing industry at the time, um, I don't know if he actually still does, but um, or if his uh, uh, inheritors do. But in any case, um, uh, hemp was a big threat to to paper. Mm. Um, so that was you know something else that was going on at the time as well. So there were a lot of factors sort of um, uh, taking place at the time. And what what really happened in what happened as a result of that was that the government instituted a marijuana uh, tax. Mm. So whether you wanted to use it, to grow it, to sell it, to prescribe it, you had to pay a tax. And uh, this tax, you know, at the time was um, uh, pretty exorbitant. So essentially it deemed marijuana illegal. Um, and then you fast forward to um, to the, the Nixon era where they, they implemented the, the Controlled Substances Act. That's when marijuana was classified as a class one substance. Mm. 
Um, and then you fast forward to the Reagan era where you had the whole war on drugs, right? Wow. Um, and they also started implementing programs in schools like DARE, mm-hmm. um, where it was it was mm-hmm. taught that marijuana is a gateway drug. Right, right. So 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 a lot of politics, a lot of economics that that factored into how uh, legalization, what the legalization of marijuana yeah. is present today. I, and that then influenced society to right. to a large extent and, and their beliefs. Right, right. So there is a lot to overcome, even in California, as liberal as mm. California is. Um, I have patients coming in, you know, saying that, you know, I can't believe I'm doing this. Um, uh, so, um, you know, they, they have to, uh, you know, a couple of things they have to get uh, that they're worried about are addiction. They're worried about um, gaining weight from it. They're worried about um, uh, impact on employment. Um, uh, Let's see, what else? Um, What others people think of them, right? (laughs) Yeah, what what other people, that's definitely a big one too. You know, it's it's sort of, um, you know, if should they use marijuana, a lot of times it's hush hush um, because um, they're worried, you know, they don't want to be presumed to be a drug addict. Yeah, 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 absolutely. all those uh, issues are, are real and, and they exist. Uh, and you're here to tell people that, that they shouldn't worry about it, right? Um, it depends. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on, on where you live, right? So in California, now actually today, January 1st, it's been legalized for recreational use. So, you know, in, in states where it's been legalized for recreational use, there's obviously less of a worry. Uh, from a legal standpoint, then states where it's still, you know, there are criminal charges associated with possessing marijuana. Mm. Um, so legally, from a legal standpoint, it depends. From a medical standpoint, as long as you're using it safely, you're okay. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds great. Um, I know uh, you could dive into this conversation more and, and talk about some of the issues some more. Uh, I want to make sure people can get a hold of you if they have additional questions. So how do they do that? Yeah, so a couple different places where uh, the listeners can um, uh, get in touch with me. One is my YouTube channel. So I'm constantly posting um, answers to really commonly asked questions there. Um, and then also, I, uh, uh, it, you know, if people have questions, they can leave their, co- their questions in the comment section. And I do take the time to answer questions there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the other place that they can reach me is my website, mm-hmm. which is Dr. Dr. Rachna, R-A-C-H-N-A, Patel, P-A-T-E-L.com. Awesome. Very good. Um, and then one last thing here is like um, you can help people all over the U.S. or who, who can you actually help? Yeah. So in terms of um, uh, consultation, so here's what I'm doing. Um, uh, I am actually transitioning from closing out my brick and mortar practice to an online practice so that I can uh, increase my reach. I have people from all over the world reaching out to me. So what I'm doing is I'm creating protocols by medical condition. Um, and these are video recorded where I'm, I'm step-by-step walking patients through how to safely use the marijuana for that particular medical condition. Okay. Um, I am also continuing to do consultations. It won't be in the capacity of a physician patient relationship, um, but it'll be more for informational and educational purposes. Okay, excellent. Very good. Um, let's make sure we reach out to Dr. Rachna Patel on her website. Let's make sure that um, we get these questions answered because mar- medical marijuana is, is still a serious um, substance, right? It's, it's serious. And um, we uh, want to make sure that uh, 
we have all the right information. Um, so, Dr. Rasha, I really appreciate it. I, I hope that um, uh, my audience reach out, reaches out to you and gets their questions answered. So, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show. All right. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you. So stay active and be safe.